This is Gemarin Subis Daf Chav Vav, and we're holding on the very top of Chav Vav The top line is we're in the middle of trying to prove at what point and what action proves that a Kayin is Miyuchas, he's genealogically fit, he's able to marry a girl who is Kasher. What are the different actions that could prove such? Is it Birchas Kayhanim? Is it getting an Aliyah? Is it getting the granary, the Mechalik in the and the granary, etc. Is it getting the Chumas, the Maestres? What is the action that proves to us the Kayin status? And we concluded yesterday with the top of Chavavam and Aleph that in the case of Mesiach Lefitumai, that if someone, if a relative says something offhanded, a casual remark, not when he's asked it point blank, then he has a higher Namanis. Because he wasn't saying it to be saying something, he was saying it offhanded. So it's more believability. And even a brother would have a Namanis to say such a thing, even though he's obviously a Karo if he's related. And now the Gemara proves his point in the top line of Chavavim and Aleph. Ki Adam Rav Yudam or Shmuel, Rav Yudas the name of Shmuel. There was a certain man that was talking casually. You know what I remember? When I was a little kid, I was riding on the shoulders of my father, and he picked me up from school. And what did he do? And he removed my clothing, and he put me into the mikvah. I remember, he picked me up from school, he got me addressed, he put me in the mikvah. Why? So that he could eat chuma that evening. And concluded, the end of the story was, my friends would stay away from me. I know what they would say, but your career and I see they would call me. Yoichanan oichel chalois. Yoichanan, the one that eats chala. And based on that which he casually told over what happened many years prior, Ve'elu Rabbi the Kuna al-Piv and Rabbi elevate him to the status of Kuna based on his word. So that's an example of Mesiyach Lefi Tumai in which you'll have an Ammonis. Tanya says the Gemara, another way of identifying and knowing that the Kayin is a Kasher Kayin. Seven lines down, the first one line is Rav Shimin, Tanya Rav Shimin, Allah Zer Aymer. Keshev she Chuma Chazaka Likuna. Just like eating Chuma Chazaka, you're a Kayin, Kach Maizer Rishayin, Chazaka Likuna. So too, if you eat, if you receive Maizer Rishayin, that as well is a Chazaka for Kuna. Ve'achaylik bebezdin, e'noi Chazaka. But someone who gets, and someone who Bezdin gives him, that it's not a Chazaka. An interesting cryptic statement. If you got Maiseri Shine, it proves you're a Kain. But if you got it by Bezdin, what it is, we'll have to see, then it is no proof. And now the Gemara says, let's understand this Brysa. Maiseri Shine, delay you. Says Gemara, what? Why is the fact you receive my Serishan approved anything? My Serishan is given to Levi. Answers the Gemara, no. Four lines in the white lines. Kirb Lesben Yaakov, Detanya. Rabbi Kiva says, My Serisha goes to Levi, but Rabbi Lesben Azari Oimer. My Serisha in Aflekayin. My Serisha is even allowed to go to a Kayin. So says the Gemara, that's what the Bryce was referring to. We got my Serisha, it's proof you're a Kayin, like the opinion of Lesben Azaria. But ask the Gemara further, when does he say this in Aflekayin? That's only that he could also give it to the Kayin. The Kayin will leave him Yomer. The first white line. Did Elizabeth and Zarya ever say you're not allowed to give it to the Levi? No. So the fact that he received my Serisha and what's the proof at all? Answers the Gemara in. No, he did say that. Paul, sir, the Kansinu Ezra after Ezra gave the Kanas. 
after the Kenas of Ezra, what happened is only Kayhanim would get Meiser Rishoin. As the Gemara in the first line, okay, it's true that there was a Kenas, but how do you know of the Ikriviyavale? Maybe a person just went and gave it to a Levi. So the fact that you see a person receiving Meiser Rishoin, maybe not necessarily is it a proof. You know what's going on over here? The cases that we know about this guy's pops. We know that his father is a Kayin. There was a whole story. We know this guy's father's a Kayin. And one day we find out, uh-oh, that he's a Ben, the son of a Grusha Chalutza, meaning that his father married someone incorrectly, a Grusha, for example, a Kayin cannot marry, and the child is a Chalal, which means this kid does not have the status of a Kayin. And they gave him Meiser Rishon. So says the Gemara, one second. We know this kid's father was a Kain. Then we found out that one second, it sounds like there's a problem. He's a Chalul. His father was a Ben, he's a ben Grusha Ben Chalutza. But then he receives Meiser Rishon. Explains the Gemara. Levi, Delav Levihu. Should we consider he's a Levi? Delav Levihu. We know he's not a Levi. We know his father is a Kain. So what's exactly going on over here? Let's figure this out. We know his father was a Kain. So is he a Levi? That's not an option. Michael and Neymar. So what are you going to suggest is going on over here? Ben Grusha Ben Chalutu. Okay, you know what it is? That he's a Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza, which means that he's a din of all Yisrael. But says the Gemara, what does that mean? But the fact that he got Maiserishain... Yisraelim don't get my Yisraelim, so what's going on over here? Answer, he explains the Gemara, Loimi Bailamanda Amar, five lines into the white lines, according to the opinion that holds my Yisraelim, also Lizarim, the my Yisraelim is forbidden to go to Yisraelim, you're not allowed to give it to him, so that can't be the case, because this kid got my Yisraelim, and if we're going to the opinion that Yisrael is not allowed to get, and there was a Shmua, we heard that he's a Ben Gushim and Chalutz, which means he's Yisrael, how do you get my Yisraelim? Ella explains the Gemara, even according to the opinion that says, my is allowed to be given to Zarim, to Yisraelim. Still, the fact that this kid got my we don't know what that means. That is only that you're allowed to give him my serishan. It means he's able, he strolls, it's potentially possible to get my serishan. But he's not let it get it as betayras chaluka. He's not let it be part of the formal distribution. So the fact that he received the distribution of my serishan, that's the proof he's a kain. Again, the Gemara was bothered. My serisha goes to Levi, Rablaz ben Azaria. It still could be after the Kanas. What do you mean? But maybe we still gave it to so says the Gemara in this interesting case that we know his father's a Kayin, so there's no possibility that he's a Levi. He's either a Kayin or Yisrael. And the fact that he got the formal distribution that shows, even according to the opinion that Maishirishan is allowed to go to Yisrael, it's only an allowance, but we never formally distributed. So the fact that this kid got the formal distribution shows us clearly he is a Kayin, and that is the proof of the Gemara. Says the Gemara, but the end of that Bryce said something interesting and peculiar. But 
if you get it in Bezdin, it's not a Chazaka. Frank to Gemara, ask the Gemara, if you're Bezdin, it's not a Chazaka. If they have a Chazaka, one second, if you're Bezdin, it's not a Chazaka, then when does this guy have a Chazaka? Amar Av Sheishas, you know when? Achi Kamar. Hachoy Lake Chuma Benachse Aviv. Someone divides Chuma on the property of his father with whom? Emecha Bezdin, with his brothers in Bezdin. Einoi Chazaka. If a father is Nifter, and the children are dividing the estate, and part of the estate is Chuma. So if one of the brothers received Chuma, you would think, ah, Givaldic, that shows that he's a kind, the fact that he's getting Chuma. Says the Gemara, no, it shows nothing. Of course. Why is it of course? Because what's the whole concern over here? That this kid is a Chalal. That he's a Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza. That he was born from a forbidden union of his father with the Grusha and Chalutza. But if that's the case with regard to Yerusha, he still gets Yerusha. A Chalal is a din of Yisrael that he doesn't get Chuma and Maestris. But when it comes to dividing his father's estate, he gets like everyone else. So what's the Chiddush? Explains the Gemara Ma'udatim Hanach La'achila. From the fact that the other brothers are getting chuma to eat, maybe and this brother is getting also, maybe that itself is a proof he's getting it to eat. And therefore, there is no proof. We do not necessarily know that he is a kohen himself. And now we continue about six lines to the bottom of the Amid. Rabbi Yehuda, Aimer, in Malikuna, Abiyad Echel, Rabbi Yehuda said, We do not believe and we do not assume someone to be a Kayin and Paskin that he's a Kayin based on one aid. And in the Mishnah of Lazar said, it came along and it was Machalik and differentiated between whether they were Ayrin, whether they were challengers or not. And Rabbi Shimon Gamliel seemingly said, but, and says Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, one witness is believed. So Rabbi Yehuda says, one witness is not believed. Rabbi Lazar says, depends on the challengers. Shem Gamliel says, we yes, bump him up. Ask the Gemara, Rashbag, Hainu Revali Yezer. Go look at the Mishnah. Rashim Gamil and Revali Yezer are basically and ostensibly saying the same din, that there's no Nemonis with an eight, that, excuse me, that there is a yes Nemonis with an eight Echad. Vachitima maybe will explain Irachad, Ikabina, the difference is when there's one person protesting, why do we view that? Revali Yezer, Savi Irachad, that one person protesting is enough for but says the Gemara that can't be everyone agrees and here is only with two so what is the case of the Mishnah which Rav Yehud Rav Lazar and Shem Gamliel are arguing Shem Gamliel seemingly is saying the exact same thing as Rav Yazer, and it can't be they're arguing whether there's a concept of an error of bringing up a question with one person because everyone agrees you need two so explains the Gemara you know the case of the Mishnah is my skin on two lines to the bottom we know that this person's father is a Kain. A whole long Gishmaka story. So part number one of the story is this kid is a Kain. Then we find out, no, it's true his father was a Kain, but he was born from a forbidden union. He was born from his father with a Gusha Chalutzi. He's a Chalal. Who? And therefore, Vachtine. So what do we do? We demote him. You're not a Kain anymore. Then, this is step number three. Again, step number one is we hear he's a kain. Step number two is, excuse me, step number one is we know he's a kain. Step number two is we hear he's a Yisrael, he's a Chalal, he was born from a forbidden union of a kain to Gush Chalutza. So we demote him. Step number three is, and the Yedachad says, no, we really, we know he's a kain, like step number one. We turn over to Chavav and Abayi, Great, we bump back up. Then, step number four. 
two Adam come in, say no, it's really like step two. He's a Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza. Okay, Vachtinu, we bump him down. And then step number five, Va'osu Eirechad, Va'amar Yadanu Be'itikainu. Another Eid Echad comes in. So we had two separate Eid Echads in Bezdin saying that this guy is indeed a Kayin. And we had two Eidim in the middle saying, no, he's a Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza. So explains the Gemara. Tekule Alma Mitzdarfin Leidos. Everyone in this case holds that when we have two singular witnesses in Eid Echad in the first part, number two in Eid Echad over here, number five. Excuse me. That the two Eidachads do indeed combine. So what's the Machlaikis over here? An interesting Machlaikis. Are we concerned with the integrity? Are we concerned with what people are going to say about this Bezin? Remember what happened. We at first, we knew his father's a Kain. Then we found out he's Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza. We demoted him. Then we found out, no, he's a Kain. We promoted him. Then we found out that, no, he's not a Kain. We demoted him. Then we found out, no, he's a Kain. Now we want to promote him again. So he already was demoted twice. So Tanikama Savar. I'm asking like. Once we lower him, we don't bring him back up. Why? People are going to say, what's going on with this best? And down and up and down and up. He's kosher, he's puzzle, he's puzzle, he's kosher. What's going on? There's no integrity to this best din. We best said he's no good. No, we best can bump him up. And we are not concerned. That is how we're explaining the machlekes. But ask Ravashi one second. Why did you say this interesting case that there was an Eid at the beginning and an Eid at the end? And really, ostensibly, they would combine. But over here, it's a new different machlekes. Whether we're nervous that we're upgrading and downgrading if it's going to look bad. But ask Ravashi, you could say the same thing with the case of two and two. Elam Ravashi, you know what the case is. No, not like we said on the top of the Alma that everyone agrees that they're Mitzvah. No, rather that is the machlekes. Do we combine Adim or not? They're arguing about something that they previously argued. Different tanoim. The locha is we do not combine their edos unless they both testify about the same event. Even if they testify one after another, we still combine them. And now continues the rice. I mean, do some miscarriages best, and I shoot the shnei keachad until they both could be sustained in court. I shoot the shnei keachad of nasan oimer shemin devarov shalzei yoyim kshavai chaver lamachar shemin devarov. So the Gemara concludes that the machlekes that we have right now, Rabbanon and Shimon, are arguing about the machlekes between Rabbanon and the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon goes to the Rabbanon which is the first opinion is Rice without any shita, and Rav Shimon goes to Rav Nassan, and that's the way we're going to explain the Machlekes by us. And now we begin a new Mishnah, Mishnah on Chavavim Beis, Ha'isha Shenachveshes V'day Aved K'chavid, Oivdei K'chavid, a woman is captured by Goyim, Al Yedei Mamayin Mutaris Labayla, Al Yedei Nefashis Asur Labayla, cryptic and interesting Mishnah. We know that unfortunately when a woman is captured, we have to assume that perhaps the captors were Ma'ani, sir, they slept with her, they forced her into having relations. But says the Mishnah, a very interesting clause. But if they captured her, ransoming her for money, they're not going to touch her. Why not? Because they're concerned if they touch her and they play with her and they start sleeping with her, they're never going to get the cash they want. So if they're taking her over a ransom of cash, 
she, they, we can assume she was not touched, and he's mother, she's mother to her husband. But if they took her for an Aidina Fasha, he said they don't care, then we have to assume that they're going to do all dreadful and terrible things with her. And therefore, and that's the reason why she's going to subsequently be usher to her husband. Says the Gemara, let's delve a bit deeper into the first case. I'm sure people are thinking about the first case we said if they take this girl over ransom for cash. But explains the Gemara, this only works if us, Klal Yisrael, if our Bezdin is running the world. If we're running the world and we control even the Goyim, then it's understandable that if they're taking this girl over monetary issues, then they're not going to touch her because they want to get the cash. But in the case of a corrupt Bezdin, not corrupt Bezdin, a corrupt world where the Goyim run the world, so they don't care. So even if they're taking her for ransom, she's still going to be forbidden to her husband because we still have to assume that since they themselves are in control, the fact that they sleep with her is not going to be a reason that she didn't have to, she won't pay, and therefore they're going to violate a woman even if they took her for monetary reasons. But Masiv Rava asks Rava six lines to the bottom. Hey, Rav Yisya, Koyin Rav Zerachem and Katzov Al Basi Yisrael Sharhani Bashkalon. On a certain Basi Yisrael Sharhani, as Rashi says, she was given as a Mashkalon and Ashkalon. And what happened? Rachkua B'nei Mishvachtoi and her family distanced themselves from her. Ve'idia Meididim and at testimonies, Edim came in. Aisa Shalai Nistera V'Shalai Netma. Edim said no. The, the people that captured her, they did not do anything to her. And the Chachamim said to the family, again, what's the Edom saying? The Edom are saying that she was not touched. So the Rabbanan said to the family, one second. If you believe she was captured, she was taken in a mashkin. So you should also believe that they didn't do anything. This is a quintessential Bashas. The Edom told us the story. They told us the end of the story. They didn't do anything wrong. So he asked the family, what is going on over here? Let's you say, forget it. I don't believe these Edom at all. We don't think she was captured. Then don't believe that she was taken captured. So regardless, they were asking the family, why are you separating from her? Says the Gemara. Based on this lengthy price, and it's going to be a kasha. But a place like Ashkelon, the Goyim ran Ashkelon. And yet, the Katani, what do we say? And I don't have the next Amun in front of me, but the Gemara continues in Amun Aleph, the Katani, Heronu in, We see that even when the Goyim are in control, still there is... So the halacha is that we could assume that if it's for a mamain, she's going to be mutter la not to like the differentiation that we said. We'll pick up from here, Mitzvah in the next year.